In a world where movies are abundant, but podcasts are, well, well, podcasts are also abundant, comes another podcast about movies. You're listening to Stop Talking During Movies. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 12 of Stop Talking During Movies. I'm your host, the MC currently and formerly known as Sick, S-Y-Q, or Jesse Luke, or I don't even know which name to go by. Is this a movie podcast hosted by an MC, or is it a movie podcast hosted by some random dude that loves movies? I don't know. I don't care. This episode, I'm just going to do the normal thing, rank the last five movies that I watched, but I ran into a bit of a problem when I was going to do this. So, kid movies. The goddamn bane of everybody's existence. Kid movies. No, it's not a bane of everybody's existence. But so I rate this is going to probably be a little esoteric and uh, boring to some of you. So I'll make it really quick. But I rate every movie that I watch uh, on the five star rating system on Letterboxd. And when I went to put this list together of the last five movies that I watched and ranking and rate rank them, um, I had a problem. There was a kids movie that I watched called Timmy Failure. Um, Timmy failure mistakes were made. It was, uh, came out this year, 2020, and I had rated it three and a half stars, uh, which is a very good movie in my rating system. And when I compared it to the other movies on the list, there was a couple that were three star movies that were not as good or that, I mean, sorry, that were better than Timmy failure. And I thought, well, how can this be? Can't have a three and a half star movie be worse than a three star movie. What the hell kind of rating system do you have? If that's the case. So I had to reevaluate that a little bit. And I think what it is, is I was rating the Timmy failure movie higher because it was very good for a kid's movie. I was very surprised. I was like, this is really good. And normally when you have a reaction like this is a really good movie, you rate it as such. But the thing is, is when I compare this to real movies or adult movies or movies that are more serious, I can't say that this movie I would... You know, if we're throwing movies into a giant bonfire and, and you got to throw in the the higher stars last and the lower stars first, there's no way I'm throwing in a lot of three star movies into that bonfire before Timmy failure. There's absolutely no way. So I um, had to reevaluate that a little bit and all of that's really pointless. But what I wanted to do really quick is just go over a few kid movies that I watched recently because uh, they don't get enough love. You know, they're they're. Um, they're very good uh, movies, but I don't really want to include them on a list and compare them to, you know, real serious movies on this uh, thing. So I'm just going to run through a few, uh, rank the last five kids movies that I watched, and I'll do it really quick. Um, but I, yeah, I'll just do that really quick. So the worst kids movie that I watched in the last five is a movie called The Willogabees. Um, I think that's how you say it, The Willogabees. Uh, it's on Netflix, uh, directed by Chris Pern. Um, it's a... It's a it's an okay movie. It's not a bad movie. It's a good, you know, it, it's I would say it's very unique, a very unique movie worth watching for sure. Um, but uh, I, maybe I had high expectations. I think it's a very unique and strange movie. Um, I think for a kid's movie, like if we were just rating it, you know, if we separated all the kids movies with the adult movies, which you really can't do because movies like Wreck-It Ralph and Finding Nemo exist, which are great movies regardless of their kid status or adult status or whatever. But if we were to split them, I would say this is like a four star kid movie. It's very, very good. It's a great movie. But for, you know, just in general, like if you're just an adult 
and you're going to sit down and watch a movie and you don't have any kids within uh, 30 feet of you or 100 feet of you and you're just sitting down to watch this movie, you can skip it. It's not it's not a movie that um, necessitates you watching unless you have kids. If you have kids and you want to watch a good, unique, different type of movie, this is a good one. But uh, OK, number four, Spies in Disguise. I watched that one much better than I um, than I uh, anticipated. Um, starring Will Smith. It's a, uh, it's an animated movie. Will Smith, Tom Harlan, Rashida Jones, Ben Mendelsohn, um, a bunch of other voices are in this movie, but, um, I thought this movie was much better than I thought it was going to be. I gave it three out of five stars, uh, in general, not like on a, uh, I'm not, uh, bumping it up for it being a kid movie. It's a good movie. This is a good movie. Very surprised that I like this one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, which it was uh, Will Smith um, should probably I mean, I think he could do very well doing a lot of more animated movies. But, you know, Will Smith is good, which, by the way, Will Smith will make another appearance on this episode. Um, this movie was very similar to The Incredibles, but uh, I think it was better than the second Incredibles, Incredibles 2. But I think it was not quite as good as the first Incredibles. I don't know why I'm comparing it to those, but that's what I have in my notes. All right. Um, Onward, number three, the third best kid movie that I watched. Onward came out in 2020. Um, now, did I almost cry during this movie? Yes. And am I ashamed of that? Yes. The first half of this movie was okay. The second half was very good with some emotional moments uh, throughout. Um, great story, great world building. Um, but it's pretty typical of Pixar. Usually that's what happens in these types of movies. Um, I guess there should be a caveat. I got a little bit distracted during this movie. I think this was the last movie that I watched in the theater because all the theaters are closed right now. Um, a little bit distracted because we brought our young child, my one year old to the movie theater. Now I know that goes against everything that this podcast stands for. Um, it does break almost every commandment of the movie theater and I'm sorry about that, but the way I roll is if my daughter, my little one-year-old, starts making any kind of noise at all, I immediately step out of the theater with her, and I will not go back in until it is completely quiet, or she's completely quiet. It. Sorry. Um, but she did act up one time. I took her out of the theater. And by the way, I would never do this to an adult film. Never. Adult movie. Not an adult movie. A movie made for adults. I would never bring uh, my little one-year-old to the movie theater. Uh, for a serious movie, but it was onward. Um, but I, I took her out of the theater immediately and I got a, I missed a few minutes, brought her back in. She was good, quiet, watched the movie. It was fine. But so I did miss a little bit of it. So maybe that kind of uh, messed me up a little bit with this movie, but I thought the first half was okay. The last half was very good. Overall, good movie. Uh, the second best kid movie that I watched, Timmy Failure. Mistakes were made. Like I said, this one really confounded me a bit. Um, initially rated at three and a half stars, but I, I give it three stars. Good movie. Um, great kid movie. Very unique. Very fun. Um, memorable characters, especially Timmy Failure. There's a scene in this movie that I honestly, I, I laugh out loud when I think about it randomly, you know, throughout the day. Not throughout the day, but like, you know, if I ever randomly think about this particular scene involving a ticket terror a ticker ticket ripper uh what is it Con not concessions he's the guy at the front of the zoo that makes sure you have your ticket before you go in and why can i think of that word i don't know 
uh, interaction between him and Timmy failure. So goddamn funny. So funny. Absurd. Absurd. That, that word comes into play. Very funny. Uh, and the best kid movie that I saw this one, I would probably consider not necessarily strictly a kid movie. This movie really blew me away. Very surprised by this movie. Um, came out 2020. I think I liked it a lot more than probably a lot of people. If you've seen it, you may think I'm off my gourd here, but Stargirl came out this year, 2020. Uh, corny. Yes. Is it corny? Absolutely. It's very corny. There's a song where she sings about her love for her school, staying true to her school. Uh, and you could roll your eyes all the way back into your skull at that point, or you could just accept it and think, oh, what a cute goddamn movie. What a really cute movie, which is what I thought. Um, this movie is way better than it needs to be. Um, many times during throughout this movie, I thought, what the hell is this movie going to be on my top 10 list from 2020? Is it going to be on my top 10 list from the, at the end of the year? Um, I think I was overdoing it a little bit. Again, giving a kid's movie more credit than or boosting it up because it is a kid's movie. But I really like this movie. Three and a half out of five. I think it was extremely good. Um, yeah, great performances. These The kids in this movie don't need to be so goddamn good. And they are very good. It's very surprised. Great story delivered. Um, really like this movie. Stargirl. So it's the best kid movie out of the last five that I watched. Um, if you've seen those or you haven't seen those, you probably have a whole different order than I do. And I get it. Um, but uh, all of them, except for the Willoughby's, I would recommend. Uh, well, no, no. OK, so Spies in Disguise and the Willoughby's, I think if you don't have kids uh, and probably Timmy Failure, you can skip those, uh, skip those onward. Um is a pretty good movie uh, uh, standalone. Um, yeah, I think all of these movies you probably would want <laughs> want a kid on the couch next to you. Um, but yeah, they're all pretty good. Okay, now into the real movies or serious movies. Um, this movie came out in. This is the fifth best movie that I watched out of the last five. Or you can uh, say it in a better way or a different way. This is the worst movie that I watched out of the last five. Now, I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for this because I know that a lot of people like this movie, but Dr. Sleep. I did not like Dr. Sleep. When I was a kid, there was a place. A dark place. They closed it down and let it rot. But the things that lived there... They come back. Dr. Sleep, directed by Mike Flanagan, who directed a movie that I absolutely loved. Gerald's Game came out a couple years ago. I loved Gerald's Game, um, which is one of the reasons why I watched this movie. Another reason it has been recommended on another podcast that I listened to, The Film Vault. Shout out. Um, well, actually, it wasn't really recommended, I don't think. I don't think they liked it that much. But anyways, um, I was into this movie for a couple reasons. I like Stephen King. This is a movie based on the novel by Stephen King. It's the, the sequel or the follow-up to The Shining. Um, there's some pretty cool scenes in here referencing The Shining. Um, there are some shining moments in this... Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to make a stupid pun, but... 
there's some good moments in this movie. Um, I feel like a lot of those good moments could be credited to Stephen King, not necessarily the movie or the actors or the director. I think some of the dialogue and the odd, unique world that exists here is probably a lot due to Stephen King. Um, but this movie was way too goddamn long. And it felt too long, but also not long enough in a weird way, because it wasn't long enough in the sense that everything felt like it was rushed. It went, you know, it went really quick, but it was like I wanted it to end as well. It was a very bad combo of being too long and not really giving you anything during that long over done time i don't know the villains seemed overmatched they never felt like a real threat in the movie um even though they did do some real carnage in the movie there were some people or characters killed in the movie um there were stakes there were really stake uh stakes but <sighs> the ending is so goddamn bad the the middle is not very good and the beginning is not very i mean it's just not a good movie it's um I think the biggest problem is the villains the and the stakes. There was nothing at stake. It seemed, you know, I don't know. It started, actually, it started out pretty goddamn good. I thought, oh, shit. The very opening scene, I thought, we're, we're going to see some really good stuff. There was a scene with um, the little kid actor from Room. Uh, what's his name? I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. Um, but he had a really good scene. Uh, that was a really good scene. Um, can't think of his name right now. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, just did not like this. Me actually, you know, if I were to say on a binary scale, did I like it? Did I dislike it? I would say I barely, barely liked it. I don't know. Let me see in my notes what I say. Um, I liked it barely. Yeah, a lot of bad stuff or just okay stuff mixed with some great things. Um, uh, I don't think I'd recommend Doctor Sleep. My brother Journey hated this goddamn movie. Um. All right, uh, the next movie, the fourth best movie that I watched, and the second worst, whatever, fourth best movie, is Fighting With My Family. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. Rock, rock, rock. We're huge fans. Thank you so much. We've been fans since you had hair. Oh, thank you. Hey, it's a choice. It's a damn good one, too. See you guys. Rock, rock, rock. Yo. We're wrestlers as well, actually. We're actually doing the tryouts today. Oh, cool. What advice would you give us if, if we want to... Win over the crowd. Win, win over the crowd. What are your names again? My name. It doesn't matter what your names are. You walk around here interrupting the rock you like you haven't seen the sun in 20 years. You like you just stepped out of Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more advice, sir? You want some advice? Here's the rock's advice. Shut your mouth. What you want, what you want. How about what the rock wants? The rock wants you to go out there, take no prisoners, have no regrets, have no fear. Lay it all out on the line. Because if you don't do that, The Rock is going to find your friend, Mary Poppins. He's going to take her umbrella. Yeah, he's going to shine it up real nice. He's going to turn that something sideways and stick it straight up your candy asses. There's your advice. Straight out of the jabroni beating, pie eating, trail blazing, eyebrow raising, entertaining the globe, never hotter, talking to two rejects from Harry Potter. Fighting With My Family released last year, 2019. I watched this movie mainly because, well, for two reasons. One, it's about, it's about wrestling, professional wrestling. Um, and I used to be a big fan of professional wrestling, uh, when I was younger and Florence Pugh, love me some Florence Pugh. My wife thinks I have a crush on her. Um, I liked a lot about this, um, 
mainly because it was like, you know, semi behind the scenes of wrestling, but not really. I mean, if you know about wrestling, you know how things go down. It's this is not not in any sense the way things actually go down. I don't know. Um, there was one beautiful shot in this movie with uh, Florence Pugh in front of the window in front of a window. It really stood out to me. Um, the editing was noticeably good in this movie. It made Pugh, who doesn't seem very athletic, it made her. It made it seem like she actually could wrestle. But I mean, if you really studied and looked, you you could tell that all of her looking good was done in the editing. Um, pretty noticeable, I think. Now, this is an okay movie. Two two and a half out of five. Okay movie. I uh, wouldn't highly recommend it all, but pretty good. You know, not not bad. All right, the number three movie. This movie I had extremely high expectations for. Um, really was uh, anticipating this movie. My mother recommended this film to me. Um, I also heard good things on a couple of movie groups that I'm a part of. The Invitation. God, this thing is so official. Maybe they're overcompensating. It's kind of hard to call everybody up out of the blue after two years. I'm so glad you're here. We've got a lot to talk about. So much to celebrate tonight. Each and every one of us is on a journey, and we feel that it's important to be on that journey with the people you love. Everybody, this is my friend Pruitt. Bars on the windows and no? Security. Safer. You've been acting so suspicious of our hospitality. Well, Jesus. The Invitation, directed by Karen Kusama from 2015. Um, and like I said, I've heard a lot of good things about this movie. Uh, when I look on Letterboxd or um, just some friends of mine look at their ratings or their uh, thoughts on this. It's almost unanimously very, very high. Um, I think this was a good movie, but I do not think this was a great movie. I think um, it started out uh, great, very promising. But it lingered a bit too much, I think, uh, in the beginning. But I don't know. It, it had this great promise at the beginning. Um, it was a bit too on the nose with its dark mystery behind the facade of normality it was just kind of a little bit too on the nose. Um, the way the connections and personalities of the characters were revealed was very smart, very subtle. Um, I, they could have, it could have easily been dumbed down, dumbed down more than it was. There could have been, the exposition in this movie was very good. The exposition could have easily be done, been done in a very sloppy way. Um, but it was done very well where it ends up. The ending, the, the second half of the movie or not even the second half, the last third of the movie was just, Ah, uh, really bad. Did not like it. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know. Don't want to ruin this movie for anybody. If you, I, I don't want to say too much about it. I, I would definitely recommend it. Um, but I had a lot of problems with it, but I still think it was a good movie. So that tells you, at least from my perspective, they must have had some pretty good things about it. I had some big problems with it, but overall it was a good movie. Glad I watched it. Um, don't think I would have caught up with this if it hadn't been for my mother's recommendation. 
So I'm glad she did recommend it. It was um, pretty good. Um, I'm rushing through all this a little bit. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of at a rush for time. Uh, I should probably slow it down a little bit, but I don't think I can. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, The Invitation, good movie. Um, this one and the next movie I'm going to talk about were very close in my mind. You know, I, I think I might flip them. You know, looking at it now, I'm like, yeah, The Invitation is probably the second best movie. But um, I'm going to give this movie a little more love. My The second best movie that I watched. Um, oh, by the way, really quick before I jump into that. The Invitation, uh, directed by Karen Kusana. Or, <laughs> Karen, Karen Kusana, sorry. Uh, Kara Kus, Kusama, sorry. Um, she's also the director of Jennifer's Body and Destroyer. Destroyer is one I really want to catch up with. I haven't seen it yet. Aeon Flux, Eon Flux, however you say it, Girl Fight. Um, I'm interested in to see what she does next. Um, pretty good. All right, the second best movie that I watched is from the director of Beasts of the Southern Wild, Wendy, from 2020. Remember the voice in your head? The one that said... Here is the place it came from. We're on the mother! You will never grow up! So began the legend of Peter, the boy who would not grow up. Want to fly? We can fly. Really fly? All right, Wendy, uh, also three and a half, or a, also a three stars out of five for me, a good movie. Um, some very memorable moments in this movie. This movie will likely stick with me for sure. It's an interesting world, um, interesting characters. Um, but from a story per perspective and from, I don't want to say editing, but just the story and how it unfolds and how it's put together is kind of a jumbled mess. Uh, maybe that's the point. I don't know. But there are just some... Oh, well, how would I say this? When you get seen... It feels like either a lot was cut out or a lot was... Like, there's, like for instance, there's scenes where a group, a large group of people are just standing around uh, a smaller group of people while something happens. And it's just absurd that these people would all just be standing there that everybody's just congregated around the, the I don't want to give too much away but it's just it's like there's no what would it be I don't know when you're writing a story you have to give reasons or motivations why characters are where they're at or why they're doing what they're doing and it seems like a lot of that was just not considered for this movie it was just kind of like Let's put out uh, this movie. We're going to have a very loose story structure. Um, and we're going to shoot some really pretty shots uh, of these characters. And that's going to carry us through this movie. And, and I think it works for some people. people. I know a lot of people love this movie. Um, and I think it's largely based on that. The visual aspects. There's some really pretty scenes in this movie. Uh, the Maison scene is... I hate... Uh, so pretentious. Ugh. The maison scene is very um, pretty. The uh, cinema cinematography is good, but uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't 
I can't fall in love with a movie like this where there's little to no story. The the acting is not very good, but I mean they're they're all kids, so kind of makes sense. It's hard to get uh, child actors to give you the a really great performance. I feel like this director likes to cast very what would I say uh, cute kids, and he tries to get a lot, or, or he write he um. Tries to get as much mileage out of that as possible, I think. Similar to, like, Beasts of the Southern Wild, which I liked a lot more than this movie. Um, because it had better characters. It had more memorable characters. A more interesting world. This world was kind of like... <sighs> I don't know. It It's an interesting world, but it's also one that's just like... Are there rules... Does this... is Does anything make sense here? I don't think it does. I think Wendy's largely decorative this is a painting that looks fairly nice but is really about nothing i don't know i don't want to say that either i think uh the ending scene of this movie was uh very good uh comp it ro arose you know gave me it made emotions arise in me that were mixed my daughter i watched this with my daughter and my wife Asked me about it. Why was, you know, I don't want to say too much, but why is that person crying? Why is that person laughing? And it is about more than is on the surface. But I largely don't know what it, I don't know if it knows what it's about. I don't know. Don't want to crap on this movie. It's a good movie. Worth watching, but I can totally understand people despising this movie. Um... And also, I can understand people loving this movie. I thought it was a good movie, but barely. You know, I mean, not barely, but I don't know. It's a good movie. I'm not gonna. I'm not in love with it. I don't dislike it. I like it. it sounds like it's you know like a two and a half okay, two and a half star okay movie, but it's not. It's a good movie. Uh, memorable, worth watching for sure. I think that's one of the biggest uh, aspects of this movie that's good is that it is very memorable, uh, very unique as well. All right, the best movie that I watched uh, over the last five. Uh, this is an older movie, by the way. By the way, Wendy came out this year, twenty twenty. This movie is from two thousand one. This is a rewatch. Um, Ali, directed by Michael Mann. How are you doing out there? Is everyone feeling all right? I want to be your motivator. I want to be in your corner. What'd you say your name is? Fundini. Rhymes with Houdini. Yeah, except that don't rhyme. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! They're coming after you. You're important. They don't want you to fight. Federal Bureau of Investigation. Mr. Clay, you're under arrest. Oh, so they're gonna take from me what no fight in the world can. I cannot let you oppose them. They bust you out. You don't remember your name. God don't care about you. Do you think they give a damn if you get killed? So what? So what? I ain't got to be what nobody else want me to be, and I ain't afraid to be what I want to be. The champ is here! The champ is here! 
is here. Ali, directed by Michael Mann, director of Public Enemies, Collateral, Heat, Last of the Mohicans, a bunch of other movies. Um, I really like this movie. Uh, this is a great movie for me. This is four out of five stars. After I got done watching this movie, immediately hit up YouTube. I was watching, you know, tons of Muhammad Ali videos. I was super pumped by it. I mean, I've seen this movie before. Um, my biggest complaint about this movie, I think, is do we really need a goddamn sex scene in the middle of a movie about Muhammad Ali? <sighs> it's annoying. Why? 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 The music, the cinematography, both were great. I loved a lot of the scenes in this movie. Uh, when Ali is running through Africa um, before he's going to fight George Foreman. I uh, really love that whole sequence. I think it's beautiful. I think Will Smith is an incredible... I mean, Will Smith is just a very good actor. Will Smith is great. He's very charismatic, very magnetic on the screen. And I think this is probably one of his best roles. He was so good. I'm a huge Ali fan and... I think he did a great job at becoming Muhammad Ali. I mean, he was still Will Smith, for sure. Um, you never really lost sight of that, but goddamn, was he good. He did a great job here. Um, the boxing scenes were very realistic. I don't understand a lot of things. I hear people talk about, um, you know, great movies like Raging Bull. Okay? Raging Bull is a great movie. But Raging Bull, when I see some of the fight scenes, I am not blown away. I'm not blown away by Rocky fight scenes. I think th while they're intense, while they are, you know, I like them and they do the job of getting you in, like <laughs> getting you into the, the fighting, you know, the boxing. They're not that realistic. They don't resemble boxing, I think. Um, whereas Ali, this movie very much resembles boxing. Th these uh, boxing scenes are very well done. It looks like you're watching a boxing match a lot of the time. Um, even if you go back and watch the real fights, the George Foreman fight, um, when uh, Ali fought... Um, uh, when Oh my God, I'm Sonny Liston. When Ali fought Sonny Liston, you watch these fights, and then you watch Ali, the movie. Um, it's very well done. They, they, they mimic a lot of the moves that actually took place during these fights. Um, Ali's, the movement, the, the way that Will Smith's moving around the, the ring, very authentic. Um, great job there. I just, I think it was so well done. I think this is a very underrated movie. Um, I think some of the, um, there, there are some aspects, like I said, the, the sex scene, like why, why, what are we doing? Um, maybe it drifted a little bit and focused on the wrong things per se, perhaps maybe, I don't know. But, um, yeah, just a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff about this movie. There's some good scenes with uh, Malcolm X in the movie. I thought were really good, very well done. Um, this movie paints Ali not in the most flattering light, but in a fairly realistic light. I mean, Ali was not a perfect human being. Ali was uh, polarizing. Um, highly recommend this movie, though. Um, yeah, Will Smith absolutely killed it. This is, this is a great movie. Um, all right. Uh, until next time. Uh, that's that's the end of this podcast. Oh my god! I don't know how to end this goddamn podcast. Until next time. Stop talking during movies. Gangsta flick, I get gangsta. You top stirring my sci-fi, me my lightsaber. You top stirring my comedy, that don't bother me. When I'm watching my movie, just don't bother me. When I'm watching.
watching a scary movie Don't say it Whoa, 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 whoa that was scary When we're watching a drama, baby Don't ask what, me What, what, well, what just happened? When we're watching a scary movie Don't say it Whoa, 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 whoa that was scary When we're watching a drama, baby Don't ask what, me What, what, well, what just happened?